If you believe that truck tolls along the nation's roads, bridges, and tunnels are increasing more and more, you're absolutely right. According to a recent study, toll revenues during a 10-year period ending in 2018 increased nearly 75%. Now, during the same time, the number of toll transactions increased only 28%, while the government's main gauge of consumer prices moved up just under 17%. The problem is there's no indication when, if ever, big hikes and truck tolls will stop. However, there are ways you can spend less on them. This is the Eyes on the Road podcast presented by Prepass Safety Alliance, the provider of Prepass way station bypass and toll payment services. Prepass also includes informed software for improving safety scores and lowering toll-related costs. Online at prepass.com. I'm Evan Lockridge and thanks for joining us. $14.7 billion. That's not just a lot of money, it's the amount of toll revenue collected in 2018 by 21 major U.S. toll systems, according to the Trucking Research Group, the American Transportation Research Institute. And this $14.7 billion also represents more than 80% of all U.S. toll facility collections in 2018. The most recent year figures are available. Now, trucking no doubt pays a big share of these tolls. The obvious way to avoid tolls is simply not to take the routes where they're charged. But with more than 340 toll facilities in the U.S., that's easier said than done to being downright impossible in some places. Also, the fact is toll roads, bridges, and tunnels are often the most direct way to get where you're going. If only these facilities weren't so expensive. Well, it turns out there are ways you can actually spend less on truck tolls, and you may be unnecessarily paying for some charges. Joining me on the line with details is Drew Anderson with Prepass. Drew has more than 25 years commercial vehicle experience in regulatory compliance and technology, including being responsible for Prepass informed tolling, which we'll be discussing a little later in our talk. Drew, how are you? I am fantastic, Evan. Thank you very much. Well, let's begin by talking about ways truckers are spending more than they should on tolls. In recent years, toll authorities have moved away from having people collect tolls at booths and instead are going with electronic tolling, using either transponders to pay tolls or camera systems that read license plates. But Drew, hasn't this change to camera systems resulted in another problem, people being charged incorrectly by toll agencies? Yes, uh, is the short answer. You actually see this issue exacerbated very recently by the coronavirus. You see all kinds of agencies rapidly, if not already, moving away from manned toll booths to cameras. And there's obviously advantages to having a camera and not having it staffed uh, by an individual. But the problem comes in primarily if the picture that the camera takes, Evan, still needs to be interpreted by somebody, right? The camera in and of itself doesn't read uh, the license plate. Actually, the picture goes in and then a human being looks at the license plate and deciphers the number on that plate. And so those types of misreads can occur and you may see a bill come on or an invoice for a toll that wasn't yours, but an individual assigned it because they read the license plate wrong, right? And so individually, they may happen on a relatively small scale, but you can quickly see that if you have multiple toll agencies that you're working with, now the problem becomes very substantial because the challenge is I got multiple agencies, I've got multiple invoices, and now I got to sort through all of these individually and try to find the needle in the haystack, as it were. Uh, and that's one thing the toll agencies to this day, really haven't done well. And this is not a knock on the agencies, but they're 
Their invoicing system is typically paper. Their violation system is typically paper. It's primarily a paper-based system. I mean, they're moving towards technology and making it easier, but still those things can happen. And if you're not diligent, then you may be paying tolls that actually are not yours. Well, I'm imagining this can lead to another problem, being charged for toll violations. Uh, First, Drew, can you tell us what are toll violations? And two, what can truckers do so they're not hit with these violation charges? Violations, I mean, if you're sort of talking at the 5,000-foot level, Evan, in terms of, you know, how can I best reduce my toll expenses? I mean, violations would sort of be at the top of the list. And these can occur in a number of ways, but basically think of it if you, if you like, if you have a transponder in your truck and it doesn't read and you go through the toll plaza, they can pick that up as you ran the toll booth, right? Or so it would be like if I have a manned toll station and I don't have any transponder and I just don't put the proper amount, you know, in the bucket, they're going to snap a picture of your plate and they're going to send you a, a nice violation notice uh, and you have not only the toll charge itself, you've got the the violation amount, and that amount can increase over time relatively quickly. They send you first notice, second notice, third notice, uh, and there's also administrative charges on top of that, right? So you can have like a, a $5 toll quickly be a $55 toll. And again, the more agencies that you're working with, the greater challenge it becomes. I mean, I sort of look at it as my own personal credit card statement, right? I need to pay attention to those things. What charges have hit my credit card? It's really the same principle, I think, with toll invoices. I need to make sure that in fact, yeah, that was the route I was running on the days I was there. Uh, Is this a proper charge, right? This is an area where, depending upon your routes and the volume and the agencies you're dealing with, a third-party solution can really come in handy. Uh, They can help you manage uh, relationships with various agencies and sort of get you into a a process or a flow to manage these on a monthly basis where it doesn't become sort of this ad hoc craziness each time an invoice comes in. I want to ask you about getting this third-party assistance in just a moment, but first I want to ask you about a couple of things that grab my attention in researching tolls. One is maximum tolls, more commonly referred to as max tolls, the other being peak tolls. Tell us what these are and what should truckers know about them. Let's start with the max tolls. This is not an issue that occurs at every toll agency or along every toll road. It is fairly isolated, but it is intense when it happens, right? It can have profound impact. So primarily we see this, for example, on the New York Thruway and Pennsylvania Turnpike. And what happens is you enter the turnpike at Plaza 6, and I'm just making this up for example, right? And you exit actually at Plaza 8. Right. And that's a two dollar and fifty cent charge or whatever the case may be. But for whatever reason, the gantry at the entry plaza toll six doesn't pick up your truck or it could be at the exit plaza toll eight. It doesn't read your transponder or it doesn't get your license plate. And that happens. Right. It's it's technology. Cameras can fail. uh, It can get blurred or whatever the case may be. And so the agency does not have a record of either your entry or your exit plaza. Typically, it's the entry plaza that's missing. And so what you'll see is that they will make an assumption and they will make an assumption not in your favor that you travel the entire length of the toll road. So a $5 toll charge all of a sudden is $150 and you're going, what the heck happened? Now, you can see that information on your 
toll bill if you know how to read that particular agency's invoice and are paying attention to it. You'll want to start out by looking at the, the amount of the tolls and just sort of visually seeing if anything jumps out at you. But you can dispute those if you have the proper documentation. So, you know, they're, they're not crazy like that, but um, it does take some work on your side. But it can be very expensive. But I don't want to imply that it happens everywhere. It's just on a, a few particular agencies. As far as peak tolls, as the name implies, toll agencies have gotten very good at applying various rates depending upon time of day. And the most crazy example would be like I-66 inside the Beltway. During rush hour, morning and afternoon, the toll rates literally change you know, by the minute uh, and are posted on reader boards throughout the, the toll highway. Uh, there's no cap on those, right? They can go as high as the market will bear. Uh, the purpose of those obviously is to try to reduce congestion. Whether or not that works is really a whole nother webinar, I suppose, or a podcast, but that's the, the goal behind that is to try to reduce the traffic. So you definitely want to be paying attention. And obviously you can't avoid all of it at all hours, but knowing potentially what you might incur might help you adjust your routes accordingly. Now, another way truckers are mischarged for tolls is with axle count misclassifications. How does this happen and why, Drew? It happens actually at the very beginning. When a trucking company, and really this is one truck or 100 trucks or 1,000 trucks, it really doesn't matter, and you sign up for a commercial account uh, with an agency, you submit a list of your equipment. And many, if not all, agencies charge various rates depending upon the size of the commercial vehicle. So rates are going to differ between a five axle truck and a seven axle truck. Part of that information is your license plate, right? So let's go back to the license plate reader and they take a picture of that license plate and it is in fact yours. And so they can accurately assign that toll event to your account. But if when you set up your account, you inadvertently declared that truck as a seven axle when it's actually a five axle truck, they don't know that when it's going under the gantry, right? They just see what you input in the system as a seven axle, and they're going to charge you accordingly. Uh, and the rates, vary, again, vary by agency. Most of them do have varying rates depending upon the size of the truck. So you want to pay attention not only up front when you create your commercial account. But more importantly, I think, is if you are changing equipment or have any new equipment going in, swapping old equipment out, it's important at that time to go back and make sure that as you're looking across the row of data that's assigned to truck number one, two, three, four, five, that everything is accurate for that truck and, and no old data is lingering, such as axle count. That's the best way to do that. I want to go back to discussing toll transponders. Are there ways these devices can be misused or even stolen to where it leads to problems for whomever is responsible for paying tolling bills? And if so, is there anything that can be done about it? Well, yes, it is an issue. You have to look at toll transponders basically as a live credit card because that's essentially what they are. Devices are and can be removed from a truck. They can be sold at truck stops. We see that happen frequently. They can be swapped out and used in personal vehicles. They can even be used in some instances uh, for non-toll charges. Um, particularly in the Northeast, there are uh, areas where you can use a transponder for parking at airports or at like giant stadium for sporting events. And even some within some toll plazas, 
they accept an easy pass or a transponder for food. So there's a variety of ways that they can be misused. The key thing to keep track of primarily is unassigned transponders. If you say, for example, have a fleet of five trucks and you have an extra transponder in your desk drawer uh, just to swap out as spare inventory and you see that unassigned transponder racking up toll charges along the George Washington Bridge, you know something is amiss, right? So keeping track of where these transponders, making sure that they are assigned to the proper truck is going to help you minimize that. Now, if you've got multiple drivers and you have some driver or one individual who just is, you know, going to do something untoward and take it out of the truck, you can't really prevent that per se, but you can identify early on where these misuse or fraudulent charges are occurring so we can get that thing turned off and you can minimize your exposure. That's the key is, is minimizing it uh, combined with some education and training. Uh, that's going to go a long ways. Now, Drew, we've discussed several ways truckers can be wrongly charged by tolling agencies. And of course, this can result in having to take valuable time by calling individual tolling agencies to try and resolve problems. Is there something that can help with all of this? Well, there is. And there are services out there uh, designed specifically for this. Let's be honest, if I'm running a very limited route and I only cross uh, one toll booth a month, that's probably very manageable. If I'm running multi-state and I'm incurring tolls across five or six different toll agencies, now I've got a, a problem, right? Or, or an opportunity, as we might say. With a service like Prepass Plus, for example, you know, we manage relationships with all toll agencies. So having somebody on your side to help process uh, any violations that come into play help provide you with the information that quickly helps you sort of sort through a huge stack of invoices that traditionally are in paper, but now can be put into a system that allows you to easily and quickly identify what's going on. Uh, that's a huge advantage. Another big advantage uh, with using a service is that you sort of piggyback on their volume discounts. A service like Prepass Plus is we have relationships with these agencies. So it is actually the Prepass Safety Alliance account with the agency, and we bring you into our account. And as a result of that, you get the advantage of maximum volume discounts that are available to anybody. And if you're only running a few trucks and may not qualify for those discounts otherwise, you will actually sort of be grandfathered in, as it were, uh, by using a service such as Prepass Plus. And are there any extra services that come with Prepass Plus? Uh, there is. Uh, one of the services that was introduced uh, not all that long ago, Evan, was what's called informed tolling. This is a value-added service. There's no additional charge to this. If you have a computer or a pa an iPad or any kind of tablet, you can access this, and it brings all of your tolling information into a very easy-to-read set of dashboards. And you can, as I mentioned earlier, use the analogy finding a needle in a haystack that's really what informed tolling is designed to help people do is to find those needles in the haystack by using some very easy to understand visualizations and maps and showing you, okay, here's the volumes here, here's the volumes there. And if you literally just sort of follow the bouncing ball that's presented visually, 
it leads you to some opportunities for reducing those costs that can be pretty substantial. Now, we've talked a lot about what people need to be aware of when taking a toll road, bridge, or tunnel and how they can pay more than they should. This leads me to a question. Are there times when a trucker or a fleet should decide to take a toll road, Drew, even though they can be quite expensive and there may be an alternate route at no cost? Absolutely. Tolling gets a lot of publicity, Evan, right? I mean, because it's just sort of a burn our saddle, as it were, and, and people puff out their chests and they don't like it and it's taxes and all this kind of stuff. And that's totally understandable. But at the same time, if I'm running a carrier driving a truck, I'm looking at the overall profile of my business, right? What routes am I going to run that optimize my profitability, right? And enable me to deliver my freight on time keep my customers happy and get repeat business and not lose any existing business. And this is particularly important given the environment. Customer service and on-time delivery is, is critical. So the value that you get while there is a cost, you can absolutely realize lower traffic volumes, right? So you're not stopping and starting in heavy traffic. That's also going to have a side impact on any hours of service rules that you're paying attention to. Vendors often provide discounts along toll highways, specifically for commercial vehicles. Uh, there's a lot of toll highways that provide complimentary amenities, you know, such as parking. That would be one example. And if you're running heavy haul, uh, there may be significant advantages uh, to taking a toll road. So I try to, when I'm talking to people out there, we're trying to look at this thing holistically, right? I mean, tolling is, it's certainly an issue, but it's only one component of how can I maximize or optimize my routes and keep those customers happy. That's really what it's all about. That is Drew Anderson with PrePass. Drew, thanks very much. Evan, it is always a pleasure talking to you, and uh, thanks so much for having me. And you can get more information about truck tolling in a new PrePass white paper. Get your copy by going to prepass.com, click on the Resources tab, and then go to the Resource Library. There you will find a guide to trucking toll costs in America. While you're on the PrePass website, remember to check out the blog to get more trucking industry insights and listen to previous episodes of this podcast, as well as through your favorite podcasting service. You can follow PrePass on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. This has been Eyes on the Road, presented by PrePass Safety Alliance. I'm Evan Lockridge. Thank you for listening, and remember to keep your eyes on the road. Oh,